Hello and welcome back to Calculated Risks, an Eberron adventure that's currently on Ravnica. I am your dungeon master, yeah. Travis Legg. Um, when last we met, our uh, intrepid adventurers had stumbled their way to Ravnica by mistake, uh, trying to get away from the dragons from Arganesson that were hunting um, Kresmar. Uh, they made their way to the Izzet um, Guild Hall, where they met with the dragon Niv Mazet, who said that he could get them home if they could go get an artifact from one of his laboratories. Uh, Kresimar remained at Niv Mazet's lab to do some studying, whilst uh, Anu and Gorius went off in the company of one of the is it goblins to retrieve the uh phlebotanum and when they went to get the MacGuffin, they i forgot <laughs> what it was called um they found that the lab had been attacked and went inside fought their way in defeated a puzzle and saved the supervisor of the laboratory um who then informed them that the, the craziness had been caused by an escaped weird and that he would get some local adventurers to handle it as he handed off the trinket that the party was sent to retrieve. He also granted the party, and I'm not sure which one of you currently has it, a Mizium apparatus, um, which one of you may have at this point. I don't think any of you put on, but you have it. No, we have. I have it, and we decided that Gorius already has stuff to hold shit in, and because it needs an arcana check, we should give it to Cressmar because he's got like the highest arcana ever. Yeah. <laughs> At the moment, he does. That's true. Uh, you return to Nivmazet with very little incident. Cressmar, uh, while you've been at Nivmazet, uh, what would you like to have been doing? I was using the lebek. <coughs> Equipment to investigate the surviving fragment from the calculator. Sure. Why don't you go ahead and give and, me uh, as a secondary objective? Okay. It should be um, sorry. Generally, trying to learn as much as possible from how their lab works, so he can take that knowledge with him back to Eberron. Okay, um, go ahead and give me an Arcana check for Krasmar, if you don't mind. Uh, only problem is that I don't have his character sheet open. Oh, I got you. I got you. In fact, I, I got you using our lovely uh, D&D Beyond I, uh, Interactive I Overlay. The, I rolled the 17 on my die. Excellent. It should be a plus something. <laughs> <laughs> It is, in fact, plus something. Using the D&D Beyond overlay that we have active right now, I'm able to bring up your character sheet, uh, which shows me your Arcana bonus is a plus 12. So that's a 29. Excellent. So um, a couple things as you're researching it. You discover that it is basically fried. Um its ability to process arcane energy is completely destroyed. 
it would need to be reconstructed from the ground up in order to take its place in the calculator. Would anybody be able to reverse engineer it based on this fragment? Not unless they had intimate knowledge of how the calculator worked. So there's probably two people that could do it. You and Zephon. Hmm. God, that's, that's... And how many of these pieces would I need to reconstruct it? If I had like one functional piece, would that be enough? Well, so right as of right now, you th you're fairly certain that very few, possibly, like I said, you, Zephon, maybe one or two other dragons would have any sort of a uh, hope at building, at replacing this piece, even if they had all three of the other ones and the other ones were functional. You're also assuming that based on what you saw when you went through the gate and based on the state of this piece that you actually pulled from the machine before like as you were passing through it uh you're you think it's fairly safe to assume that the third piece the other one that was powering the gate is basically slag at this point so, so can you run that by me again so the basic idea would be that without this piece and and the piece that's you're fairly certain is destroyed on the other side um, it would be impossible for anyone except for you and Zephon to reconstruct it. But could I or Zephon reconstruct it based on just one piece? Theoretically, yes. Because you're the only two who actually know how it, work, how it works. But I need the functional piece. Right. So this one would be useless for that. It would. Um, Hey, hey, Gurias, remember when you didn't want to go to the Lord of Peace or the Canon in Sharn? <laughs> <laughs> Vividly. Good, because we're going. I'm also going to poke their engineer and scientists for uh, as much information about everything as possible. Okay, they start explaining to you um, that a lot of their technology is based around uh, the manipulation of this material called misium and how it focuses uh, the mana that flows through the various lands of Ravnica. And they start talking about colors of magic. It's, it's really all just kind of bizarro arcane theory uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you. Uh, you're able to sort of follow its internal reasoning, but it... A, flies in the face of things that you understand about the way magic functions, and B, doesn't seem to have any actual visible, appreciable effect on the magic that you're witnessing in use. But I can still use my magic here, so... Right, so it seems... There's something uh, that clicks there. Right, it seems to you like this is just... This is kind of in the way that, like... A wizard learns how to uh, use spell formulae 
but a sorcerer taps into the same source of magic in a different fashion. Um, so what you're sort of putting together is that this Mizium and these uh, mana color theories are just another set of arcane tools to sort of tap into that same um, Well, yeah, but uh, cool. a sorcerer uses his essentially intuitive uh, inherited bloodline to cast magic, so they're not like a wizard at all. Wizards study it like more like a science. Right, but... What I'd like to know is if this is similar as an approach. Is it more like a science approach or is it like, I don't know, I just do it. Oh, no, it's definitely more of a science approach. Because if it is like a science approach, maybe there's things that can be uh, reapplied from their perspective to Eberron's. Absolutely. And um, they're able to provide you with uh, sort of a standard issue spell book that is uh, handed out to apprentices. It carries spells up through fifth level. And you recognize a number of the effects in there. Um, most of it deals with manipulation of elemental energies and force energy uh, that seems to be... You, you get the impression fairly quickly that this place is about blowing shit up. <laughs> like that's <laughs> That seems to be the primary focus of the is it. Um, you see some things in there about like routing power and like continual flame spells. The kinds of things you would expect to find on Eberron in terms of public works. But those almost seem to be like have fallen by the wayside in favor of a study of like weapons manufacture. Hmm. Not immediately useful to the sort of abstract thinking that Grasavar is generally used to, but it might be useful if we need an army against the Lord of Blades. It certainly could come in handy. Um, it's not. It's certainly not useless by any stretch. Um, and to that end, as you're completing those studies, Anu and Gurius return uh, with the uh, widget that they had gone to seek. Well, we're back. Alina, you froze. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or she's just really mad. No. I was just really quiet. Oh, no. gotcha. Okay. So yeah, you two return. Go I'm on. mad. I just... Hey, we're back. Here's the McGuffin. You are definitely frozen there. Huh? No, you're good now. Frozen for a moment. Okay. They're glitching out. Um, yeah, everything okay. seems all right now. Sorry about that. Weird. Yeah, yeah usually it's me. <laughs> yeah. I think you've, you've cursed us or infected us, one of the two. It's a virus. <laughs> I have sent a virus to the interwebs. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if, if 
if I get more easily amused, it's because I'm tired. That that's all. Hey, this is the perfect stream for easy amusement. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're back. Chris, Mar, any any progress? Can we go home now? Well, that piece that Burgess risked his life to grab, that's those two. <laughs> what? Awesome. <laughs> I nearly died hey, getting that. I just casually toss it to like a random goblin and say, here you go, buddy. It's, oi, have fun. <laughs> hey, Gurias, hey, Gurias, remember when you didn't want to take on the Lord of Leeds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how, how high are our chances to have to take the Lord of Leeds now that you're without any calculator pieces? Well, did I ever say that we shouldn't take him out? Well, he, he, no, but I assume now it went up like 90%. Well, look, let's worry about that when we're uh, in a plane of existence that is more familiar. Worry? I'm not worried. I'm just getting pumped. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that so that I can, you know, focus on getting back home and then he's going to kick his ass because that dude annoys me. Like he's more, he's more We should definitely take the busy to reach peace first. So, Sean? Definitely. Okay. Uh, Niv Mazette sends, like he's in the back of the lab still working, but he sends one of his goblins over. Um, they walk up. Do you have the, the piece? The... The element. Yeah. You were sent to. Yep. Here. Take it. Runs back over. I got it, boss. Trips, falls, drops it. There's an explosion. Anu is going to lean into into Gurius and say, "Remember the last time someone asked us for a McGuffin? Yeah. We're not going back to steal it, man." We're never going to get home. We're going to be stuck here forever. He picks it back up no, and it's not. it's got like sparks shooting out of the sides of it. He like wipes it off and runs it back all the way the rest of the way up to the to the dragon. I'm sure it's fine, boss. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Niv, I'm not even worried about us dying it. anymore. I'm not I'm just not worrying about it. If we die, Man, like, look at Chris Amar. I'm sure he has some of that little juice somewhere hidden. So maybe that would help you relax. Uh... Niv looks at it for a second, cracks it open, blows on the inside of it, and shoves it back together. <laughs> I, I think this will be fine. He walks. Like so he's he's from the just give it a good thump school of engineering. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he's Romanian. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, walks over to a um, looks like kind of an archway that he's constructed in the back of the room and uh, plugs the device into it. And he starts shouting, I need more power. Reroute all power to the gateway. And you see, like, goblins start running around, pulling switches and levers. One of them, like... Curious comes... is frantically looking at his shirt. Is it red? Is his shirt red? No. Good. 
<laughs> one of them comes like sliding from a set of chains that's suspended from the ceiling, like all the way across the room, just flicking switches the whole time. <laughs> it looks like a, uh, it looks like a Jim Henson's son of ether workshop. It's just, it's, it's madness and, and Jacob's ladders and lightning everywhere. And uh, I called dibs on the Jeffrey's tubes. After about a minute and a half of this uh, activity, there is finally um, electricity that starts shooting throughout the open space, like the archway of the gate. And once that electricity stabilizes, there's just kind of this warm yellow glow. And Nivmazet says, Well, I believe I've done it. Your portal is open and will be for about 30 seconds. So it's been a pleasure. Have fun storming the castle. You should go yeah. quickly before it. All right. All right. Right. Come on. Come on. We're going to hurry along and jump through it, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going through that like Colonel Jack O'Neill. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, going to be right behind you. Kresmar? Well, it's a shame to leave such a beautiful lab behind, but there's business to be had elsewhere. He says, come visit any time. You should think about sending some goblins over. Oh, that's a good idea. Perhaps we could have sort of a exchange program. Oh, gate's going to close. He kicks you in your butt and you fly through. <laughs> 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 it's a beautiful uh, lab you have here said the poodle at the dog park and speaking of which uh, Gurius you land on your stomach on dirt um, it kicks Ow. up kind of a cloud and then you feel a weight land on your back Ow. and Anu you see yourself land on top of um, what looks like a greyhound that's been dressed up in Gurius's clothes. Get off me! And it says, get off me. <laughs> wow, you even sound like Gurius, dog. Nice puppy! Who's a nice puppy? And uh, because you, I don't know any better... me! I sniff his butt. Alright, very good. Uh, you sniff his butt and you go to like scratch him behind the ears and realize... Oh, no, I don't. No, the moment I sniff his butt, I realize I need to show who's boss, so then I'll just bite the back of his neck and just get on top of him. Oi, 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 oi! <laughs> About this time, a Doberman comes rolling through the gateway that's wearing Kresimar's robes, and uh, a potato falls out of its backpack. <laughs> Is that you, Skippy? <laughs> and you start to hear... Doberman speaks like Kresimar. I'm going to go and try to, you know, engage him in like some sort of playful thing and then look around to see if I see some chicken to murder. Right, you look around, you don't Except see the I animals. I have been separated by my from my companions. Let me take off to the skies so that I can survey the area. Kresimar, right, you, uh, you're a freaking dog. You jump and land. Um, You hear like a as a little, like, actual, not anthropomorphic chihuahua comes barreling through the gate and the gate slams shut. Oh, my God. Um, 
Give me a wisdom check. Oh, uh, Gurius. Okay. Wisdom. This is not going to be good. Nope. Ah, 18. Uh, <laughs> you're fairly certain this is your gray render. As this gray chihuahua that's hopping up and down around your ankles. Scooter, scooter. It's easy, easy. Down, down. And as you all take a moment to breathe in and realize that you're all anthropomorphized dogs. Fantastic. I'm a husky. I'm like the most lovable dog ever. I'm fine with this. Lovable. Lovable. Yes, they run around in snow and pull people on their, you know, thingies and they eat chicken uh, and then they run a lot and then they're crap in summer when it's super hot outside. They're great. Also, they look like wolves. So, yep, best breed ever. Right. Shut up, Mutt, or I'll pump you again. Didn't? Did I say anything? Um, why don't you all give me a, a wisdom check if you have perception? You can add your proficiency bonus to it. Where's the perception? It'd be under skills. Notice would be the skill. I'm sorry. Oh, notice. Okay. Fifteen. One five. Uh, fourteen. Beautiful. Cressmar. Fifteen. So as you're all. Uh, trying to get your bearings you look around and you see that you are on a um like a dirt road uh looks like kind of a wagon path like you'd expect to see out in the sticks on sharn like way out uh at the edges of settled civilization and off in the distance probably about you know a mile or two distant you would be your guess you can just see like the faintest small looks like maybe castle walls or city walls um to the north Gorius, remember when you said we're never going to get home yet <laughs> yes i do you might have been right about that my friend wait not yet anyway say that again I said you might have been right. Wait, so are we sure this isn't a barand? You're a dog, Cressamar. I'm a dog. Curious is a dog. Well, our freaking, our freaking... you called me a dog before. Fine. Be, be fair. Curious is a mutt. <laughs> look, look, listen here, Prince. Just because you've got a pure blood, you know, lineage that goes back hundreds of years, yeah. doesn't mean you get to call me a mutt. It's the word we use for it. What would you like me to call you? Gurious. Yeah, but as a descriptor, Gurious the Gurious? Gurious the Magnificent? <laughs> Gurious the one that predicted the predicament we're in now, maybe? We're not talking about your wet dreams, Gorius. <laughs> Looking around myself. 
If you think this is some kind of masturbatory fantasy, oh, I can lick my own balls. <laughs> and that's how we lost Glorious forever. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, behind a bush. No. <laughs> Be a nice little mutt and stay here with us and play with oh. your power. All right, all right. I always wondered what it would be like, though. So what Same. would you like to do? <laughs> I just said! <laughs> all right. That's... <laughs> That's one option, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. You know, there's another like option, that. but I don't think it's going to taste anywhere near it. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got uh, as you're contemplating all the places you might possibly be able to lick at this point. Um, you uh, <laughs> you see this cityscape to the north and to the south, more open road. Uh, east and west at this point are largely grassy plain. Um, there's not okay. really a whole lot of landmark around here. You do see off in the distance, um, looks like maybe a couple of trees and some water flow. Like a river might be heading toward that city. So has anyone ever read like a history book or like geography of the plains book that explains where we are or some weird fan fiction. Why don't you all make a uh, intelligence check if you have the no history skill? I do have the no history skill. I have no history skill, so. Wow, 21. Uh, as you're both sitting there, it, you immediately recall that you are... No, I lied. It's 23. Excellent. Uh, I, you... I forgot the proficiency bonus. The two of you immediately recall that you are just outside of the kingdom of Pugmire. You, for some reason, you're not sure what, where you learned it or how you know it. But you know that uh, many years ago, in the age of man your people were elevated to be servants to help these divine beings um, <clears throat> achieve their goals. And one day they disappeared. And you recall that there was a dark age for some time that was ultimately brought to an end when uh, the Pug family was able to establish the kingdom of Pugmire by draining a polluted mire and building this city there. And you recall that there are, there's a royal family that kind of runs things. And you recall that there is a church of man who sort of controls the magic that's been passed down uh, from man and that has been found and rediscovered by the adventurers of your kingdom. And it occurs to you that if anyone would have the magic to get you back to where you're supposed to be, 
it would probably be some representatives of the Church of Man. It's good that because Chris Amar speaks priest. So maybe he can convince them. Also, Gurius, mm -hmm. there be bitches in heat. <laughs> I think it's offensive <laughs> that you just assume yeah. that as soon as we land in a new place, that I'm going to be sniffing around for bitches. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it. You can do whatever the hell you like. I wanted to take you with me. <laughs> like, like I have, like, have I ever been your wingman, dog? Wing dog? No. <laughs> yeah, but this place is new, like. And you're a mud. I'm a husky. Right. Like, do you want the help or not? Lordy damn da. All right. Quick, put that chihuahua in a purse. I heard it works on bitches. <laughs> chihuahua sort of. Scooter. Scooter. Come here, buddy. And he starts, like, licking your paws as you pick him up. Who's your good boy, Jen? Who's your good boy, Jen? Um, as you start uh, making your way toward the city, which is where you know that the uh, Church of Man is. Um, you're able to sort of take stock of your possessions. You realize that most of the things that you were carrying are gone. Uh, you do still have uh, something that vaguely resembles a loot, Curious. Fantastic. But it's uh, six-stringed and has a fatter body than you're used to. All right. Other than that, close, fairly closely resembles the loot. Um, Cressmar, you have a wand. And this wand seems to have like a couple of like different buttons on it. So it reminds you very much of the kind of thing that like a wand slinger would have carried during the, the Great War. Um... So it's it's your its use is fairly familiar to you. Now you realize as you're moving along as well that you are all wearing various armors. Um, even you, Cressmar, underneath your robes you have like a leather, uh, a hardened leather armor on. And uh, I know you do have plate mail on and a shield strapped to your back, but they feel different than the armor that you had. Hmm. However, the vast majority Fair of possessions enough. you were carrying don't seem to be with you. <sighs> also, when you look in your coin purses, you do not find gold, but in fact find plastic coins. What? Well, that's different. I have a feeling this is not good for the environment. <laughs> nice. And with that, you uh, make your journey to uh, the city walls. As you step up to the gateway of the city, you see a pair of bulldogs wearing, um, you know, chain mail shirts and little helmets with the eye thing 
down here. I remember what, what that's called. Um, they're carrying spears. And they say, hold. State your name and business. Well, hello, kind sirs. My name is Anu. I'm a noble husky by lineage. And uh, we want to go pray at the Church of Men. Was that the name? I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Apparently. Yes, it was the Church of Man. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Uh, very well, then. Uh, no violence within the walls of Pagmaya, lest ye be subject to the king's laws. And um, uh, don't steal or engage in any other sort of tomfoolery. Uh, watch out for the rats and the cats. Why? Why are we watching out for cats? I thought it worked the other it's way just, around. Just, just come on, just come on. <laughs> uh, you step inside and see a. Uh, I guess to to you it would look relatively primitive. Um, the construction here is a bit more reminiscent of what you encountered on Athos than anywhere else you've been. Uh, you know, you've got these brick buildings. Uh, that are constructed with, um, you know, like mortar. Uh, what you would largely refer to uh, as kind of more like an ancient building techniques. Um, certainly nothing as advanced as you would in, would have encountered in Ravnica or on Sharn. Hmm. So. That's... I wonder, can we manipulate everyone here to become more like cult and worship us? <laughs> they, they seem pretty primitive. No. <laughs> Chrisimar, don't no. you? Agree. This place seems really backwards. The, the sooner we get out of here, the better. Yeah. Yeah, but but don't you miss having an army of minions worshiping you? Still, but even kobolds are more useful than. Small dogs. True enough. Let's get going. <laughs> which, which, which stands to prove that even in dog form, we're still horrible human beings. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. Um, so true. as you uh, as you walk, I mean, along, it's true. As you walking along, you see a building that is very obviously a temple. Um, you know, there's a. It, the construction just kind of screams it. There's a spire and, you know, the, the bell tower, uh, stained glass windows, very uh, indicative of a temple. Looks almost like a church of the silver flame, but for the more rudimentary construction. Um, and as you step up and step inside, you see a pug woman um, wearing priestly robes. I'm going to push Cressamar in front of us because he knows the priest speak. Do the secret handshake, man. <laughs> Greetings, I am a sage from a lands far beyond these walls and we require the, the aid of this church. Oh, well, uh, I am happy to give aid to any good dog. What can I do for you? 
We need an immediate interdimensional portal to the following plane. I have the coordinates written on this piece of paper. <laughs> it's direct. And, and while we wait, I would like some uh, hot water with tea in it, please. I can probably do the tea. <laughs> <laughs> she says if you'll uh, if you'll wait oh, for just a, a moment um, Mike I'm getting your breathing um, if you'll wait for just a moment I will go fetch some tea uh, have a seat in the pews uh, can I see that paper uh, sure Thanks. She takes it and uh, kind of walks off looking at it. It's like a, a badly drawn dragon sketch. <laughs> Fair enough. She uh, she comes back that a few... That imitates like the dragons that form a baron. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, she comes back about five minutes later uh, with some tea and teacups. Um, while she's away, you can sort of you, you get a moment to sort of soak the place in and um it's really a quite beautiful structure the cathedral uh the sunlight coming into the stained glass makes a lot of really pretty patterns the there's not a whole lot of um iconography i guess for lack of a better term um you do see like a coat of arms that has what appears to be like a, a spiral, like almost like a, a, a spiral with like sunburst behind it um, over the a, a set of peaks, which might be representing mountains uh, with a crown on top of it. Uh, it's really kind of the only symbol that you see repeated anywhere. And um, yeah, she returns with your tea and sits the tea down on the pew, gives each of you a cup. Um, and sits down herself and says, I've studied what you've given me while I was waiting for the water to boil and consulted some of my texts. I do not believe it is within the realm of the magics at our disposal to help you. However, I do know someone who may be able to. It is a bit of a journey, and it's going to require you to possibly set aside some prejudices that you might have. We've traveled to Very several well. planes. I think we're fine on the prejudice being on the low side at this point. I'm not sure what you mean by planes, but... Um, are these ancient tools of man? No. No. It would be very, it's very complicated to explain, I'm afraid. That's sorry. Fair. Well, I have faith that you were brought to me for a reason. So, um, though it may fly in the face of uh, logic, I have an associate 
someone I've shared correspondence with um, over the course of several years uh, who lives in Waterdog Port. It's a couple of days travel to the south. Uh, can you draw us a map? I can, yes, absolutely. Excellent. It's, all you need to do is when you go out of the main road, stay on the yeah. main road. Oh. <laughs> very, very efficient infrastructure. Infrastructure. Yes, it's due south on the south road. Um, what is this associate's name? Uh, Kismet Van Korat. Kismet Von Korat. Thank yes. you. Um, she is a cat, but she is friendly. I'm sure. What is it with this world and cats? I don't understand. In our world, cats fear dogs. I don't understand. Oh, the cats. We've had... We are working to heal the wounds of, of, of the war of cats and dogs. There Sorry. was a war. Oh, yes. A very brutal Good one. God. Over the holding of Waterdog Port. Now, I don't get down that way much. My understanding is that the relations there are less tense than one might ex assume in the wake of war. But um, there were atrocities on both sides. Goodness. I was already thinking that he's kind of attracted to cats too, because that's how it works. <laughs> it was men and women in charge. Oh in my <laughs> god! We should work to get out of here as fast as possible before yeah. Bartos starts adding to those atrocities. Yeah. I did. <laughs> that's, that is. I did not say. <laughs> um, the priestess says I will happily provide you with uh, rations um, for your journey uh, thank you that's very kind and if you would like to rest here first you may do so we have spare rooms you are very kind from what I remember we're pretty rested at this point right yeah, you feel like you could probably walk fine. You feel like you've, like you're tip top. <clears throat> um, yeah, then maybe we should just be on our way. But yeah, what time of day is it? Uh, seems to be about midday. Then we can make it to Water Dog Port by sundown. Uh, she said it's about two days travel. Oh. Either way, we're not making making it there in one day. She uh, says, you... unless he can make us all fly. Uh, I don't think, I don't think Tresmar can turn into a dragon here and fly us over. His last attempt didn't go. What well. do you mean turn into a dragon? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Not it's this fine. again. It's fine. It's fine. Just a, a small reminder: you're a dog now. Um, she says, Yes, you... I've lost my beautiful wings. It's very disconcerting. I am she... quite alarmed, you know. 
she kind of raises an eyebrow and says, you must be from somewhere far. You speak so strangely. Um, I will provide you with uh, camping gear. If you wish to, you can, um, if you press through, you may be able to make it to Houghton uh, in time to rest for the night. Though I would not recommend being on the streets of Houghton too long after sunset if you can avoid it. All right. I don't keep that in mind. I mean, we can run over there, right? We're dogs. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I wish you good journeys. Uh, she grabs a sack full of um, various rations and, and travel supplies. Well, thank you. Um... May the blessings of man be upon you. Yes, I'm sure they will. Jesus Christ, this is so weird. Quite. All right, so would you like to um, try to maximize your travel speed as you're heading down there? Yeah, we probably should. do our best to get there before it it gets dangerous. Okay. Um, there are so many opportunities to die. We don't want to create our own. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, really. Uh, it occurs to you, like almost instinctively, once you're outside the city walls, you drop to all fours and start running, uh, which drastically improves your uh, travel speed. Though Anu's lagging behind a little bit uh, due to wearing heavy-ass armor. Um, yeah, but he's a husky. He's fast by nature, so he's dropping behind should be like the same speed as everyone else. <laughs> have you seen a husky running? I like, have seen a husky running. I'm a, I'm a fan of um, um, so yeah, Also, guys... while he's running, he's kind of grinning to himself, thinking, um, Gertis is his normal, slow-minded thing, so you have no competition <laughs> for the cat. <laughs> nice. Lovely, lovely. Nice. <laughs> so as you, I'm uh... sorry, I can't, I can't say all this with a straight face. I'm trying, but I can't. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so as you're running along, why don't, uh... Gurius, why don't you roll a d20 for me and let me know what you get on it, please. Fifteen. Excellent. Um, your travel is relatively uneventful, and you're able to run for quite some time uh, before you start to, to feel some exhaustion. And as the sun is starting to set, uh, you do see over the hill um, what appears to be another town. As you're approaching this hill, the first thing that reveals itself is a castle that's on top of a rock growth that seems to stand probably about a half mile above the rest of the, of the village. And you notice, though the rest of the skies are fairly clear, there seems to be like a dark storm cloud hovering over Houghton. Just kind of hanging out there. Uh, and in fact, huh. you see other clouds kind of blowing by 
in the wind, but the cloud over Houghton just stays there. Huh. One watched a lot of the Adams family until they made their own cloud here. That's very weird. It's unusual. Would you like to camp I'm... outside of town or try to make your way into Houghton? I'm fine camping outside. Can we make it there before it gets dark and we're no longer safe? Uh, why don't you give me a wisdom check uh, and add... You have Traverse, right? Uh, I have Traverse, yeah. So you can add your pr proficiency bonus to it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Six. Six. Six? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can make it. No problem. You don't even need to run. You can walk. You'll be all right. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> Based on what everyone told me, this is just like, I, I, I'm just going to have no idea, man. Cresmar, you have nice. any clues? Because my gut instinct tells me that we can make it no problem, but somehow my human side says, you're an idiot. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, do you want to press forward? A shame your human side shows itself so rarely. <laughs> wow. Prezumar, do you want me to hump you, man? Like, really? I mean, wow, that's... <laughs> that's shady. Just burn after burn this episode. Um, I know, so right? We need to go home here and sleep. I'm, I would I'm like fun. to remind you, Samar, before we do that, that A, you're in a dog form now, which means I can kick your ass from here to Sunday. And I'm still mad at you because I almost I'm had to kill sure my... dog is bigger than a husky. I don't care, I have armor. Um, also, I'm still mad at you because of all that thing with my other dragon friend that I almost had to kill because she was mad at you and I'm, I'm still upset, so I'm going to screw you into submission, literally. <laughs> wow. I mean... <laughs> I've heard worse threats, maybe? Um, it's amusing that you're trying to intimidate me, but you'll you have better luck with that I'm... mangy thing right there. <laughs> What? <laughs> hey, Grius, would you like to hold him down for me? <laughs> no. On that note, uh, so you guys uh, set up camp. Uh, it takes you probably about 45 minutes to set up camp, uh, which... For five, for four-legged Not bad. Um, as you get it set up, the sun is coming down. You're, you, it occurs to you, yeah, you probably wouldn't have made it. Um Who's going to sit watch? What's your plan for that? I'm going to sit watch. Okay. Uh, the rest of you I sleep. Mean, I'm it's... going to tap into my wolf nature and, you know, be nocturnal. Right. Uh, you're, you're sniffing around, keeping an eye out for things. Um, it occurs to you, uh, this is the first place that you've been where being out in the wilderness isn't inherently unpleasant. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, 
sleeping outside in uh, in Sharn is, you know, it's a big, loud, noisy city with a bunch of light. Um, in Zendrick, everything is just trying to get hot you. and muggy and the grass to tries it. to eat you and it's just awful. Um, Athos is just dry and hot. dreadful place dreadful 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 right so like this is like you're in a like a a temperate climate that's um the air smells clean the it's just generally nice um i would like you to give me uh just a wisdom check and you may add your proficiency bonus if you have notice i do have notice but my wisdom sucks. Oh! Uh, 19. Okay. 10. Excellent. You want to drop one too, Chris? What's that? Aren't we sleeping? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cressmar and, and uh, Gurius are sleeping, I would, I would assume you're yeah. sleeping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to make the check, actually. So, as you're sniffing I around, could have failed for all of us. Um, yeah, it seems you see a little bit of wildlife here and there. Oh, squirrel. Um, but <laughs> there's nothing that's particularly threatening to you. Uh, you're able to sleep peacefully, or the rest of you are able to sleep peacefully. I know you swap out uh, with someone for a, a watch. Who would you like to wake up for a second watch? Chris Marcus. He's being a little bitch lately. All right. <laughs> you kick Cressmar. Wake up. It's your turn. Kresmar, you wake up and uh, perform your half of the watch. Um, Gurius, why don't you give me another random d20 roll, if you don't mind. Oh, dear. Please roll <laughs> Four? Excellent. Oh, yeah. Um, give me a notice check, if you don't mind, Kresmar, while you're sort of watching. Can I have my familiar assist me? <laughs> um, sure. You call your familiar out, and it comes it comes out of your pack, and it looks like a gazer still, except it's covered in fur. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> it, it looks at you and goes. Now. It does kind wow. of have a Muppet vibe to it. I mean, wow. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and make that notice check with advantage, if you don't mind, since you have your gazer helping you. 15. Excellent. Uh, as you're looking around, you don't see anything of particular danger in the immediate um, but you can see far enough into uh, Houghton that you see, you notice not too long before the sun comes up, uh, what appears to be a relatively large swarm of bats kind of do a large circle around the city. Hmm. How big are these bats? Uh, the bats themselves are rather notably sizable. You're, you're, it's, you're, you're pretty far away, so it's kind of hard to tell, but you're guessing by as far back as you are and how well you can see them. They've probably got two to three foot wide wingspans. 
Whoa. You would guess, in fact, that they are vampire bats. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a good thing we're out here. <laughs> Sun comes up, the bats are gone, you wake. And begin your trek south. As you head past the uh, side road that leads off to Houghton, um, you do see a couple of dogs uh, dressed in brightly colored rags. Um, one of them has a cup out, and the other one is like playing an accordion. And... Uh, they're shouting, arms, plastic for the poor. We have like enough so that we can spare like a little bit. For... We'll throw like all one piece of plastic and say, don't eat it all at once. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you, look, you, look in your, um, you look in your coin purse. What does it say you have in your coin purse? Anna? Oh, let's see. What... Wait, okay. I, I your... didn't know I had it. One. Yeah, it's one? in your rucksack. Uh -huh. Many points. What does many mean? Um, many is the is uh, basically the second most amount of coins you can have. You don't track oh. uh, coins by like by. Uh, numbers in, in Pugmire, you just have a few or uh, some or many or very many. Okay, very I'll, many. I'll throw like a, a couple of pieces yeah. of plastic to them and, and, and look to Curious. Look, man, that's, that's your future if we stay here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Lovely. They're, they're, they're uh, very grateful and they say, uh, a blessing upon you, a blessing upon you, and uh, thank you, thank you. You each have uh, one free advantage. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome! Can can we can we ask them how long we still have to go? So if we can make it all in one run, so that we can just avoid this city altogether, because it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, um, if you want, <laughs> yeah, if you want to ask them for directions, like how far is it? Uh, to, to we just hold the road. Yeah, uh, they say, "Oh, you're you're probably uh, three or four hours at a good pace from Waterdog Port. You're not far." Okay, awesome. Because they said two days, and we kind of hightailed it until here for like half a day. So I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you're not far. Okay. Uh, once you start smelling the the acid sea, you'll know. It's a very <laughs> Ungent, no. Acid, acidy kind no. of scent to it. What with the acid and all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your most eloquent kind dog. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so you start uh, making your way south again. And you're about an hour into your trek as you're making your way south. Uh, when you come upon what appears to be um, a group of four dogs that are sort of circled up in the middle of the road. Uh, they're all wearing patchwork leather armor and they each have a battle axe. And as you look closer, you see that there's a lone dog in the center of the circle 
holding his hands up. Looks like maybe he's being mugged. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Maybe we should help though. Right, I'll sneak off to one side so I can come in from the flank. Excellent. Make a stealth. Move silently. Stealth. Sneak. Sneak. That's the one I'm looking for. That's the one you're looking for. That's dexterity. Yes. And la la la. 15 plus 4 is 19. Beautiful. What's persuasion? Is it charisma or what kind of check is it? Persuasion can be summed up in one sentence. How you doing? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm just trying to figure out how this skill is checked so usually off of charisma um but again with this system so if you could make an an argument where like it was based off of intelligence like if you're like i'm gonna use these facts i'm gonna lay these facts out in a persuasive fashion you could maybe use intelligence instead but normally it's charisma okay so because maybe you can talk for once we can talk our way out of something good luck You've snuck off to the side and are um, kind of down in the ditch, Gurius. The road here is slightly elevated um, above the plains. So that's really kind of the only hidey hole you got. But you're able to drop down on all fours and sort of uh, puppy scoot your way. Right. Hey, Chris, last time we were nice, good things happened. Let's try to help this poor bastard. So I shouldn't cast Thunder Wave straight at the whole group? No, uh, that would no. probably be bad. No, like, look at that mat over there sneaking around. Let's just approach them and see what happens. Right, so... We don't want to kill our own. This early in the game, at least. <laughs> Well, we could draw our swords and just charge them. Or we could just approach menacingly and see what they say, because maybe they just run away in fear. You used to be a mighty dragon. You're pretty big now. I'm a noble wolf, so... So you are um, going to walk up and approach them, though, correct? Think of how scary it would be if we just war cry our way, running into them like complete maniacs. You know what? Actually, that's brilliant. Let's do it. It will distract them from Curious's attack as well. All right, let's uh, get initiative rolls then. We are all going to die. Yeah, pretty much. Where's my initiative? Oh, plus zero. Great, thank you. (laughs) I rolled a one. I rolled an eight. I rolled a seven, so... Do we have inspiration? You, you do have yeah, that have one free advantage that was just given to you um, by the uh, beggar woman. All yeah, right. I'm going to wait for a, like a saving throw where I have no advantage. All right, so uh, what did you get, Gurius? Seven. So okay. that's a three for me. Chris Mars on a three. And uh, what did you get, Anna? Eight. Eight. All right. So the uh, dog that's in the center of the group um, is going to take the dodge action. 
So let's see if he gets hit. The first two swing and miss. Uh, the second two uh, both hit him with their axes. Uh, and he like lets out like a yipe. Sounds like he got his like somebody stepped on his tail. As he takes fourteen points of damage. Yikes! He's still alive. And that messes up his day in a big bad way. Um, he is still up, but uh, he's bleeding pretty badly. And you see, he's um, one of them reaches toward him to try to pull this tube out of his hand. Um, and the tube is glowing and sealed. It looks like maybe a scroll case of some kind. Uh, but that means they have used up all of their actions. And that brings us to uh, Anu. What would you like to do? I'm going to let out like the most bone-shattering howl like in muster and charge them. All right. Um, As Kressamar said. You're back far and enough. I'm going to... probably... Yeah, and I'm going to... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you're back far enough, you probably won't be able to actually attack them this turn, but you can certainly yeah, make know, an intimidation check saying, while you run I'm up. To roar something like, you four excuses, poor bastards. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and make a charisma check. Add your add your proficiency bonus if you have the intimidation skill. No, I don't have. I just have persuade. All right. Yeah, so just straight charisma check. And they will... Huh. I mean, I do know history, so maybe I can. <laughs> Let me go. go. I know how to howl in a way that's threatening so that it can simulate my having an That's a good try that's not going to work. All right, so what'd you. <laughs> I haven't. Yes, but yet. history should allow you to know what's the most insulting and culturally insensitive thing to say. Yep, true. Uh, yeah, I I got a, a, a five. <laughs> Great. Oh, excellent. They all sort of stop and look over at you. Like they only, uh, you have their attention now. Um, and that brings us to Gurius. They are definitely not paying attention to you. Are they, can I reach them? Uh, they're within to... your movement. So yeah, you can easily hop up on the side and get one of them. Right. Then I shall hop up and say, huzzah! Have a tool stab. I don't know if this is gonna work. <laughs> you may have advantage because they are surprised by you. So. Nice. That's better. Twenty-two. Oh yeah, twenty-two hits. Um, you swipe across the first one. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage for your rapier if you don't mind. Ghetto crit. Oh, so the total becomes a eight, and we're, we we finesse so ten. All right, um, so you hop up and shout, how about you, and stab forth and, like, run one of them through. And he, and he falls over, uh, unconscious and bleeding. Um, There's more will, where that came from. That will then bring us to... Um, all three of them. Nope, they, they all went. <laughs> they attacked, uh, oh. they attacked I mean, the dog in the middle. Yeah, um, right, right, so, that's right, that's right. That brings us to Cressmar. What would you like to do? Save me. Move as close as possible to cast something. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see how close you have to get. You're looking at magic missile? Or thunder wave if I don't risk also hitting 
Thunder Wave would risk. Thunder Wave is like an area that bursts out from you. Uh, whereas Magic we'll Missile, you're probably time. close enough to cast right now. Okay, Magic Missile. And right. as I cast Magic Missile at one of the unharmed ones, I will also release my familiar. And I'll get them, Fluffles. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of. Oh, like... shit, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we're getting your breath again. Uh, Scooter is still running around like in circles around your ankles, just beep, 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 beep. not even so like... much for my stealth check. Right. He he doesn't seem to be barking until you start talking. Ah, um, right. Whereas Fluffles flies out of your backpack with like his face all snarled into like an angry. He looks like Animal from the Muppets, just but he's moving like five feet a turn. <laughs> nice. I'm just going to release him when I'm in range. But... Okay. <laughs> you pick him back up. Okay, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. These people are afraid of rats, aren't they? Um, you've heard uh, rats being mentioned as bad thing. All right, so you. Have... I have a rat. I have a rat. Can I summon him? Yeah, your rat comes out. Um. Go ahead and roll uh, your 1d4 plus 1 for each of the three people that you're shooting. Uh, Cressmar. What? It's 1d4 plus 1 for each of the magic missile. You get three missiles that you can fire. So. Well, I'll just shoot one with all three. So. Oh, you're just shooting one with all three? Okay. Uh seven no right. seven plus three that's there he drops Boom. and uh, skippy should also fire a fear array at one of them uh you see him like grit his teeth and point one of his stalks out and nothing happens no he looks at you all confused um that brings us to the top of the order. Uh, the dog that's being attacked sort of falls back and grabs a potion from his belt, pops it off with his thumb and uh, drinks it down. And he heals 10 hit points or 10 stamina points of damage. <laughs> and hit point? No, 10. 10. Oh, okay. Um, so... There are two of them still up, and he says, he looks to you, Gurius, and all of you feel a shift in the speed, like the way things are working, as you adapt to the way the initiative system works in this game. So, this is what's called Popcorn Initiative. It's his ah. action. Uh once he completes his action, he picks who goes next. He selects Gurius as Gurius is right next to him. So Gurius, it is now your action. There are two of them up still. <laughs> well, I'm going to attack one. Uh, yeah. Oh dear, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. Uh, twelve. A twelve does hit you. Uh, 
Yep, you manage to uh, catch him in the shoulder. Go ahead and roll your damage. That is five piercing. All right, he lets out a yipe, but is still up for sure. Uh, who Can I like... try to bluff him? Um, or is that is that an action? It would be an action at this point, I think. Okay, no worries. Um, but now you get to decide who goes next. Uh, Anu. Awesome. No, I'm, I'm wait. Wait, wait, wait. Is the the dog that they were attacking is still up he, and he conscious, went. right? That's oh, yeah. he went. That was his, that's he, who he took the potion. Oh, and then he right. gave you initiative. Right, and I don't want the I don't want the bad dogs to be attacking me. And next, so Anu, how about you um, swap on them for a bit? Yeah, I mean I'm close enough now, right? Yes, you are absolutely close enough now. And your your big old sword comes out, and you realize you're carrying a sword that's like once you pull it from its scabbard, you realize it's probably not right for like the size you are. It's like a Final Fantasy sword you just pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! I like this world. But you can, you can certainly story. move it just fine, though. <laughs> like, this thing's balanced. That's really here good. I come. Uh, okay, I'm going to hit him. Hit the first one, the one that's completely unharmed, not the one Curry's got. Okay. Uh, so, so it, I have to roll this D20 and the plus five I have here for the longsword. Yep. That's a twenty. That will hit a natural twenty or a twenty total or a dirty twenty. Fifty double. I rolled a fifteen. Oh, gotcha. and now I have to do a D eight. Uh, he's got a four. All right, and then I don't. I don't strength. suppose I have multiple attacks now. Nope, just the one. Um, and so six total or seven total. Your strength is plus three, right? Uh, my strength is plus three. Yep, so he takes seven and he like, and falls down and um, shows you his throat. And now you get to decide who goes next. Cressmar, obviously. All right, Cressmar. How many are still around? There's one, one of standing. Our, one of them submitted. Yeah, the one yeah. that uh, Anu hit has shown his throat. And the one that Cressamar, uh, or the one that Guri has stabbed in the shoulder, is still standing, and has his hand on his battle axe like he's going to swing at Cressamar. I mean, at uh, Gurius. Save me! Magic missile. Pew pew pew. Go for it. Uh, nine. All right. He. Uh, you hit him three times, and each magic missile that hits him from behind pushes him further onto Gurius's sword <laughs> until he's like he like slams into the hilt of your of your rapier, and then uh, you see his tongue hang out and his eyes go empty. And that uh... <laughs> that was different. <laughs> and, cool, uh... but different. Cressmar, would you like then there's no one left for you to give your action to so um the remaining uh bandit gets up and tries to run away now this provokes opportunity attacks from both gurius and uh anu if you wish to take him 
I have rope. Can I throw the rope of him at him and try to, you know, like use it in a way to trip him so oh. that he doesn't run away? Yeah, uh, you can lasso him if you want to. Go ahead and make a yeah. uh, dexterity check unmodified. I'm just gonna stab him. Ah, <laughs> uh, dexterity. Uh, that's, that's a six. I'm, I'm assuming it didn't work. Right. You pull out your it rope. Like in one fluid motion, as you pull your rope out and tie like a perfect, like lasso knot on it and <laughs> throw it out at him. It, you throw it and it flies like a foot and then lands at your... <laughs> like, it looks entirely just masterful until you let it go. Um, Marius, go ahead and make your opportunity attack. I was trying not to kill him because I wanted to find out if there are any friends that were going to attack us, but you know, he can Dirty die funny. Now. Yeah, you absolutely stab him. Go ahead and roll damage. Eight. Uh, he falls to the ground, uh, very much out of it. Like you, you come across and just get him right in the gut and he falls down to the ground. Um, You're standing there with, there's no further threats at the moment. The uh, dog that was being attacked starts huffing and puffing and says, wow, thanks. Cool. You okay there? Yeah, I think I'm all right. Thanks to you. Cooper Mutt, please make your acquaintance. I'm Gurrius. That's I'm Anu on. and Krasima. Wow, you guys are heroes. I don't know about all that. Just don't like to see people getting picked on. That's all. Well, they were certainly picking on me. They were, uh, they were not in good shape at all. I was just checking my map, and these guys came out of nowhere, hopped and on just, me, just attacked you. Yeah, that's no fun. Well, you know there are people that are trying to make ends meet i guess you know that the waylay travelers i should have known better than to come here all on my own but listen where are you going well i got this map and he unrolls a map and you see it indicates an area off to the west of the of the south road so i got this map here um that i have reason to believe is going to lead to some treasure so what would be really cool, uh, like, if I could have some heroes come with me, I could share that treasure with those heroes. Just saying. Like, I don't want to get jumped again. I like treasure. Yeah, but we lost all of our stuff when we came here. Yeah, so we should get more stuff. Yeah, but we'll just lose it again. Yep. I mean, that's economics, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You get stuff, you use the stuff, you lose the stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying, I'm trying to get some stuff. Curious, we need to find a way out of this place, not go adventuring. We have pressing methods at home. Where are you trying to get? I'm a world traveler. I've been as far as the monarchies of Mao. Have you planes traveled ever? Planes, like those things that man used to fly in? I read about those once in a history book. No, like jumping between universes and worlds. 
No, I but don't that, think he's going to know anything about that, darling. I think your friend here is absolutely right. But um, the treasure I seek has great, powerful magic. That we could use. Christopher, why are you so easily distracted by everything shiny? I'm the one who likes jewelry. I bet there's jewelry there, too. It's supposed oh, to be a big old, <laughs> supposed to be just a big old treasure trove. I got this map from a pirate. So it's very, very, very reliable information that this is well worth even the five... 3.5% of the treasure that I'm willing to give you to protect me is well worth. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he lost on him. Like, uh, <laughs> saved your life. Like, you must do better than that. Anyway, he's going to turn to Chris tomorrow and say, Chris, do you think for once we should do the smart thing and go find the kitty cat and get out of here? Or do you think we should? Do what Gurius is all gooey about and um, go hunt treasure. I'm just afraid that we'll lose all our items once we phase back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll go back to what we had and what we were and we won't carry any of this. It will be a big pain in the ass for nothing and probably we'll die. But hey, look, you're going to get help from a cat, right? Cats don't do nothing for free. This treasure might help. And I tell you what, since you did save my life and all, 60-40 split. For us, 60. Yeah, that, that works. You do drive yeah, a hard like bargain, that. but I don't want to get stabbed. So, sure. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do it. 60% of the treasure for you. All right. I mean, I know my my purse contains many coins, but we don't know how many coins this cat takes. Mine she has might want few. very many. So she well, might want very many, and we're screwed. And if you're talking about getting magic from a cat, they're usually going to want magic back. I, I, I'm starting to hate this world. <laughs> I thought for once we were going to wrap this up in one no. session and get the hell out of here, but no, we have no. to be sidetracked with an adventure. Yeah. Anna is going to... The reason in this group, Pressmar, you say what you want to do, man, and all mean it's between you and Gorius. Gorius is currently distracted by the shiny thing that he wants so i am still in a complete state of sorrow because i don't have my pretty wings oh. so do you want to go back home sooner but what if that i mean my only fear is that we go see this cat and she demands payment and we have no payment and then we have to go find treasure on our own Well, Your you know where my right. vote is. Didn't work so hard on this on this character to to just let us be. You're the so are, we, are, vote. are we agreed then to follow this? 
to go to you know this chap on his map I mean, Chris Mar has the deciding vote at this point, I guess, because I'm not like I'm. I just want to get out of here. Did we lose you, Mike? Uh, no. Oh, just thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We could. Maybe there's more baddies bash their heads in to forget the the pain of losing my wings. Okay, cool. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. Right this way. And he starts like, he like runs around in a circle for a second and then takes off to the. I'm going to grab him Whoa. when he's trying to take off and pull him between us. So, like, we've had people like you join us before. They ran ahead like idiots and died first. So, you stay with us. We're here to protect you. Right. See, this is why I'm glad I hired you. You got that stuff going on. I'm going in his mind. Anu is going to say, "I'm going to murder him with my bare paws," <laughs> which nice. sounds like a perfect place to wrap things up for this week. <laughs> so... <laughs> nice. So, uh, questions, comments, complaints, concerns. None. Yes, <laughs> you made me a husky and not a white Swiss shepherd. It's just not. Not on, man. Not on. Here's the thing. I couldn't remember what breed your dog was. But I was like, as I was looking through the book, I was like, uh, oh, Husky, that looks that looks cool. It's close enough. Like, it's close enough, let's face it. So um, for those of you watching at home that might be a little confused, uh, we are currently playing Pugmire, and we will be next week, too, <laughs> which is awesome. And I highly recommend you check out Pugmire. Um I'm going to throw a link to that in the chat and in the description below. But uh, yeah, and in fact, I've done some work for it. They're going to be launching a Kickstarter for their newest uh, product, Pirates of Pugmire, uh, which is launching on Kickstarter very, very soon. That's going to be um, awesome. I am excited. I can't wait to share the stuff that we put together for it. Uh, it's so good. I'm so stoked about it. Um very fun mechanic stuff, and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more next week. But uh, before I go on to too big of a rant, uh, let's do our introductions. Let's go ahead and start with Krasmar. Why don't you tell us who you are, what you're doing, who you're playing, please. Yeah, Mike. I'm a game developer in training, and I'm playing Krasmar, who is uh, a dragon wizard, sometimes cleric. And presently a Doberman pincher. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hate, I hate to break it to you, um, Presumar, but Dobermans are not that great when they because they're kind of flimsy. So. I used to own a Doberman, and without pointing it out, if you don't put Dobermans, in my experience, if you don't put Dobermans through like obedience training when they're very young, they are dumb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen I've seen next to a Doberman, and uh, well, yeah, yeah, but Aries is the size of a truck. That's not fair. Um, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, Anu, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, who you're playing, please? Hey everyone, my name is Alina. I'm a genre fiction author from Romania as well. So why not? Um, not the 
vampire yet, but I'm working on it. And um, I play Anu, who's a prince from Sayer in his normal life. And today he's a husky and not too happy about people disobeying him. Apparently, uh, he's just gotten worse when he turned into a husky. And apparently, he discovered he has a thing for cats as well as dogs. So, <laughs> yay. Should be fun. I mean, I hope everybody here knows he's going to try and seduce the witch cat. Like, there's no way around that. <laughs> that, is, that is fair. I, uh, I, I, no way around. I expected no less. <laughs> and lastly, uh, Gurius, tell us who you are, what you're doing, who you're playing, please. My name is Bob Davis. I publish on the DMs Guild as RP Davis, and uh, I'm a voice actor and independent game writer. And you can find me at r-p-davis.com or on Twitter at wp2xx. I'm playing Gurius, the who used to be a half elf bard and is now a mutt bard thing. <laughs> Yes, uh, artisan, I believe, is the class. Artisan, yes, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool though. Yeah, it's been. This has been fun to do. I love playing Pugmire. Um, I wish I had an excuse to run it every week. Oh um, God, it's great! It's a lot of fun, and I look forward to uh, seeing what you guys think of the second half of the adventure as we uh, return next week to the kingdom of Pugmire and its surrounding territories. Um, as I said at the start, I'm Travis Leg. I'm your dungeon master. Um, what have I got to tell you about? Oh, uh, I do want to let you know, um, that as of right now, you can get the Odysseys and Overlords, uh, free preview up at DriveThruRPG. Um, it covers the new, it, it's an introduction to the new, uh, OSR setting that I'm going to be putting out on Tuesday. Oh, um, so good. So good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Bob actually did an adventure for it that's going to be coming out sometime this month. Um, so the idea is, is that the two core books will come out on Tuesday, and they'll probably be putting out an adventure um, like once a week uh, for as long until I run out of adventures. And I have a lot of people that are sending me in some really quality stuff. Um, everybody who downloads the free preview, I will probably be sending out some sort of a discount code uh, for the picking up the actual core books when they come out on Tuesday. But if you don't want to wait, you can actually get the core books now uh, by supporting me on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, these This system was created with feedback and help from my Patreon supporters. It's the type of thing I like to do. It's about, uh, for me, it's about creating stories together. So um, I would love to have you come over and join me. It's patreon.com forward slash Travis Leg. Um, I think that's about all I have to promote for the moment. Um, but once again, I would like to thank you all for playing. This has been awesome fun. I look forward to seeing how things uh, pan out next week. And uh, thank you all for watching at home. If you have not done so, please like, comment, subscribe, share. If you're listening to this on iTunes, pretty please with sugar on top. Leave us a rating and a review. That is super helpful. Um, and if you're watching on Twitch, I would love it if you would follow or subscribe. Uh, if you're an Amazon Prime user, you have Twitch Prime. gives you one free sub a month, and I'd love to be your free sub. Make sure you join us next week. We're going to have uh, 
the Scarn, uh, Scarlands Myths and Matchmakers next week. There is no new Extreme Drawis content next week, but that's okay because we had three episodes this week. So uh, lots to catch up on if you missed it. And then we'll be back here Thursday is the second installment of um, Oliver Clegg's Many Dreadfuls, which premiered yesterday and was awesome. Uh, so if you haven't had the chance to watch that, go back into the video archives and watch it. That'll be coming soon to YouTube as well. And then next Friday, we'll be back here for more Pugmire. Calculated Risks of Pugmire Adventure. Um, so <laughs> thank you all so much. Thanks for awesome. playing. And we will see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Yeah.